0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader.
1: New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.
2: He got to play with Tiger Woods. Oh, I know. I know I, okay I know I'm not jealousy happy. With yeah, that. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Not, a lot, not a lot of things I don't really get too starstruck but playing with Tiger Woods I'm not sure what that first drive would do I would hope my <laughs> adrenaline would be good enough and I would stay calm but I can't tell you it would Buffalo Plus,
0: your interactive look at the weekend football, brought to you by Connors and Ferris. Hey, everybody!
1: Welcome back to the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel. Mike Catalano, along with Dan Fates. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. We are here in Indianapolis for the NFL Combine. We are enjoying ourselves because yeah. It's a great time here. This is the best. I really like being here. We got the chance to talk to everybody, including Brandon Bean. I had a one-on-one interview with him. You're going to see that in just a couple of moments. So you will hear the interview with Bean. We talk about a lot of things on this team including trey white and jordan poyer yep. micah hyde all that kind of stuff but in general i thought bean sort
0: of stuck to the greatest hits of things that he's been yeah. talking about and the way he expects things to go brandon bean is phenomenal to talk to because he gives you just enough but always keeps something a little bit close to the vest and he always gives you an answer but he always leaves you kind of wanting more and, and omitting Like a normal GM, not going to tell you everything.
1: Yeah, he shouldn't be telling people everything. Number one, the funny thing is they don't know everything because so many things will happen between now and the start of free agency and certainly before they start picking the players that are here this week. So, again, we got a chance to talk to him. Let's take a listen as to what Brandon Bean had to say about his roster and about his golf game. All right, the general manager, Brandon Bean, joining us. Let's talk about your roster, and I was thinking about – everybody thinks in terms of free agents. Mm -hmm. Yet, guys with a year left, maybe you have to make decisions on. Guys with multiple years, maybe you have to redo a contract. It almost seems like there's very few players on the roster that get left untouched until next year.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're always looking, and right now our number one focus is getting cap compliant prior to the start of the league year. And so there's different ways you can do that. Obviously, you can release a player. Um, you can do a restructure like we just did with Connor McGovern, but you can also extend a player and and create some cap space if it's the, if it's the right player you feel they're fitting, and you find a number that works for them and works for you. I think we did that with Milano last year. So um, we're we'll, we're looking at every single avenue to not only secure our roster this year but long term, and then, of course get cap compliant. I mentioned those type of players. So you have three
1: key guys that have been franchise guys for you one's contract is up one has a year left and Mm -hmm. one has multiple years when you're talking about micah jordan and trey white Mm -hmm. how do you and as your job sometimes have to cut out the emotion and look at them as players is that possible to do, or does that always play into it in some way for what these guys, in whatever form it takes for this year, have meant to the franchise?
2: Yeah, I mean, those three—it's uh, hard to say guys that have meant more to this franchise to Sean and I since since we got here because they all were part of that 2017 team that broke the streak and and have been here and have been such steady forces on our defense and you know most important the back end. Um, very hard. So yes, ultimately. Uh, I'm still a human, and so um, you do have to, my job is to do what's in the best interest of the Bills and and the Pagula family, Um, but I would be lying if I said you don't, want what's best for those guys too and so you're always taking that all into consideration. Um, you know, you have to fit it all within the pie and, and those guys understand too it's a it's a business. I mean we thought Jordan could potentially be gone a year ago as he hit free agency here. There was a lot of questions would we be able to afford him and and fortunately, you know, we got him back at the time. But every year's a new year and, and you know we're still working through all those decisions and and you know in Micah's case, you know, we haven't had a final word from him. On what his plans are you know whether he's gonna hang it up or whether he's gonna come back. Trey is coming
1: back again from an injury do you need to have patience in knowing where he is and can you have patience in your job I mean free agency is gonna start the draft is gonna come can you mix those two is there a place where you know you have to see him before you can make a decision or do the decisions come no matter what circumstances he's in?
2: Yeah, I think without getting into his particular you know case, um, everyone is its own instance, and you're trying to balance everything—the person, what they've meant to you. In his case, an injury. Someone else. It could be their contract numbers too big. You're trying to weigh it all, and sometimes you would love to wait, um, but you can't because if it's someone that we need to. To do their deal, uh, whether it's his case an injury or, or someone else, sometimes your hands forced of what moves are you going to make? You've, you've got to make some tough decisions uh, coming up, and so uh, with Trey, uh, you know we've been working with him. He's been rehabbing great. I see him in the building. I was telling the one Bills live had breakfast with him a couple of times as he's as the lock as the locker room's cleared out. He's still hanging around and Milano and those guys. But um, yeah you would be lying if you said the personal part doesn't really matter.
1: In terms of the offense, you've mentioned explosive plays, Sean has mentioned it, and a lot of people are focused on the draft for the wide receiver position. You got your tight end last year, and mm-hmm. maybe look in there. When you look at these guys, you talked about it today, all these things come into play. A lot of times people say, "Well, you need a big player or you need a particularly fast player." I know it's easy to say it in this way, but is there a specific skill for the wide receiver position that is a must for you? Whether it's a five nine Steve Smith or a you know six foot four Mike Evans type player, what what skill just stands out head and shoulders that you have to have?
2: Yeah, I would say hands. Uh, and, and route running and feel instincts like I mean I know I gave you more than yeah. one but you know I weigh those things more than their than their size I mean obviously you're not looking for a slug that's gonna run you know four six eight you know anything yeah. like that but um, there are plenty of guys who weren't four three eight. That were really good receivers, and there's been guys that have run four or three that they sucked as receivers yeah. because they just didn't have some of those, int- you know, those those innate how to play the position, the feel, the route craft, um, how to, you know, sit in a hole, you know, in in zone coverage or run their route to the right depths. All those things matter because Josh is battling, you know, whatever the rush is, and he's got to know when he hits his back step that they're going to be where they're supposed to be. Has Josh? Uh, made his thoughts known on what he wants you to go do well I think we we talk about guys all the time and and when the draft gets close um, Josh he loves the draft process uh, I think he does a lot of those mock draft things <laughs> and uh, he, he sometimes he'll tell me hey today I got this guy in the first I traded back in the second uh, it's fun to hear how much joy he gets into it so we talk and and we have conversations um, and you know I listen to him like anything I've always told him, hey, if you're out throwing somewhere and, and there's a guy out there, go throw with them if, if you know they're in the draft. Get the feel for some of these yeah. things that we see on tape, but maybe we don't know everything, and maybe they'll close a little hole for us. Last thing with Josh. He got to play with Tiger Woods. Oh, I know. I know. I, he, okay. I know. I'm not Jealousy happy. Jealousy with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not, a lot, not a lot of things. I don't really get too starstruck, but – Playing with Tiger Woods, I'm not sure what that first drive would do. I would hope my adrenaline would be good enough and I would stay calm, but I can't tell you it would. Now, Dan Fates has played golf with you, and he's told us that you you like
1: to excel, you want your team to excel. What What would you be saying to Tiger? Like, come on, pick it up, big fella. Let's go. Would you Would you be getting pushing him a little
2: bit if you were playing? Uh, you know, I am super competitive, um, but it would probably be hard for me to say something to Tiger. Uh, now – I've been known to do stupid things like that, so uh, I can't say I wouldn't, but uh, I would hope that I would, I would not try and, and coach Tiger Woods up. All right. Well, you can coach up
1: the team, but, yeah. or help
2: coach it up the team, but I guess Tiger's going to have to be <laughs> on his own. All
1: right, Brandon, thanks very much, and uh, thanks for being here on Buffalo Plus. Yeah, you got it, Mike. He's
0: so jealous of Josh Allen. Just watching videos of Tiger with, like, normal people also makes me jealous, so I can't imagine what it would be like to actually play with Tiger.
1: Yeah, and the reason I said that in the video when I said you know you have played golf with him,
0: um, Bean's pretty intense when he plays. He's, he's in so intense. We are the reigning Bills media uh, champs. Uh, yeah, we we won, and but he was also the one and we always joke around about. It. Every putt, every shot had to be thought through, and he'd be like, "Hey, you're 177 from the pin, but the pins in the back with some wind in you, so I, I want you to hit your 182 shots." Like. Brandon, I'm going to try not to skull this ball. Like, that's all we're going to try and do. Hold on. You saying you're defending champs is like uh, the Bills'
1: entire wide receiver group and Josh Allen saying we had the best passing offense in the
0: NFL. Like, you were along for the ride hundred percent. hundred percent. Me, Matt Perino, uh, Kevin McGandick, and Brandon Bean. Doesn't matter. Winners. And Brandon I, Bean. You're putting I, I was like, I was like uh, Juwan Howard. <laughs> I'm like those Heat teams that won championships. Vibes. You were Christian Leitner on the dream team. Yes, that's (laughs) it. And the dream team was just Bean. Yeah, you were Dan Aykroyd in We Are the World. Like you were just there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, that's about the golf. Um, But I would say when you listen to him talk about things, I I found it interesting about the wide receiver thing. And I know he goes back to playmakers. And I know he has gotten James Cook, a running back who is a a difference maker. Yeah. Uh, Dalton Kincaid in that way. But come on, Dan. He needs that out of the wide receiver position. Not drafting a tight end. Not drafting
0: a running back. Universally, we talked today, and you'll hear interviews from them. We're gaining, you know, talking to, collecting content for you guys. Chris Sims, um, Tunsil, Matt Miller, Miller, all these guys. The Bills. It's well known the Bills need a wide receiver, and so when you talk about playmakers, and I I think with the Bills adding Dalton Kincaid, who was a mismatch, right? But you still need more help for Josh. Well, he becomes a bigger mismatch.
1: When there is a playmaker next to him and next to Stefan Diggs. And by
0: the way, like you said, Diggs. Bean was asked about Diggs today. He's like, yeah, uh, he's going to be back. I expect him to be back and nothing has changed.
1: Could it? Yeah, I guess. But we don't expect that to happen since, uh, poof, $30 million was added to the cap. Now, let's talk about the cap and it being
0: real. So we talked to Bean. Uh, Matt Bovee and I. This was we, di- post-interview. Yeah. Um, he said anybody that says the salary cap isn't real is stupid. And he said <laughs> it a little bit more colorfully, um, to which I went, <laughs> What's up, Brandon? And he's like, listen, it was great that he could say it. I don't know if he's seen my tweets. But for him to say it, joking, not joking, but I could also be like, hey, by the way, like, what I always appreciate, and what he's kind of told us was, He has a cap background. Like for the first few years of his his career when he was in Carolina, he said like that was his job. Was to every time a new player at a position was signed, his job was to write it on a what was called the cap room, he said. So like Bean knows the cap. He wouldn't say it. I think as good as any GM. He says he's more of a he said he learned how to figure out the cap and the CBA and all those things before he could evaluate talent. And I think that's one of the reasons why the Bills are so good with building a roster is because he knows how to manipulate it. Now, he says every single dollar that you put on contract is, has to be accounted for.
1: Yes. But the way that you can maneuver it is different. So here's the way you got to look at it. Um, I have a friend of mine who's a very good golfer, and he will say to me, Mike, putting is easy. Putting is easy. And he stands there, and he just, boom, hits the ball. It's easy because he's good at it. So he says it's easy. Now he knows it, it's not easy. This is what I'm going to say. Like When yeah. we say the cap is not real, we know it is sort of real. But when they, somebody says it's easy, yeah. they don't really believe yeah. it's easy. They say if you do it the right way and yeah. you <laughs> manipulate the club the right yeah. way, it's a, it's a constant motion and yeah. isn't that easy for people that are good at it. The point is you said that about Bean. You know what he got? he got the ability to not redo a contract or two yeah. because the said league OCS. gave him $254 yeah. million dollars as a cap. Yeah. So, so what that does, because when you redo contracts, I understand there is a price to pay for that. Yeah. You redo it, you kick it down the road, and then if that player doesn't excel, it can be a problem for you that Correct. you have to deal with. Right. So you said it. They found money for, for Von Miller. Yeah. Great until it's not so great because yeah. he hasn't been a good enough player since he was
0: injured. And Bean also did blow it up. He did come to a point in 2018 where you had to eat it. But it made sense then because the team 100%. stunk. hundred percent. And that's why, when it, we, you know, he was also laughing about why the, the championship window is one of the dumbest things he hears by the fact of, hey, listen, this is the fact that you have Josh Allen, like, the salary cap is a little bit different when you have Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or these quarterbacks that you know every single year you can absolutely win a Super Bowl. So, yeah, you don't want to pay it right now. Like, you don't, when everybody says, well, eventually you're going to have to pay for it. Eventually, when, as, as Bean jokes around about, he's long gone yeah. and Josh Allen is maybe 40 years old, that's when you pay it. That's why the Saints got in trouble. They should have blown it up when Drew Brees yeah. got, well, retired. Yeah. But they didn't. They tried to keep running it back. They signed Derek Carr to a bad contract. That's why the Saints are in cap hell that they are. And they're not winning. Right. When you win, it is different. Look, you can do all the same things. They
1: just redid the contract of Derek Carr. Yeah. The Bills are going to redo the contract of Josh Allen. Yeah. One, One is a great player. The other is d- Derek yeah. Carr. Yes. In that case. So, I mean, that that's, that's the point that we make. But we are going to get a coffee mug that says, Brandon Bean says Dan is stupid.
0: He said it a lot more colorfully than that. <laughs> His, and uh, it, was in the, it was in the grand scheme. I, I don't know if it was a slight at me, but it was pretty funny. For the first fact. of all, you know
1: he's watching. You saw it on the video. He's got the Buffalo Plus. That's he it. and, you know, they they know. When they want yep. to know what to do with this team, we've given them some ideas. So we'll see what they can end up doing.
0: Yeah, and and obviously they'll start to talk to players starting tomorrow. They have meetings yeah. and things like that planned. So ex- that would be
1: Wednesday, yes, you're when you're watching this. Um, yeah.
0: Explosive players. Um, they, he wants speed and explosiveness. That is what they're looking for because for as valuable as Dalton Kincaid is and being the right pick, all of those things, and, and adding that mismatch, he still wishes there were times that you don't have to go every drive has to be 10 plays. He's right. and like That's and tough it, to do. So, like, without having a holding call or a penalty or a personal – like, all of a sudden, they're going back. Like, you need – Sean talked about it. Brandon's reiterating it. That's Brandon's mission, though. Now is to find guys that can catch a five-yard pass and take it 55. That is the goal here. It, uh, for as again, for as great as Don Kincaid is and that mismatch he is, that's not his forte. No. And the other thing being talked about is don't get
1: too caught up in the size of the player because yeah. he said there are six-foot-five guys who play like six-footers. Yep. And he goes, we had a five-nine guy, Steve Smith, who is a phenomenal player. He's like that guy played like he was six-four. Stayed in on the red zone all the time because he was such a mismatch. Played bigger, played stronger. It's just the difference in players. So sometimes you'll see 40 times and say, well, that's the guy we need because we need a fast guy. Hey, look, they have to have a certain level of speed, but it's not the one thing that they need. And the
0: size is not always the one thing that they need. What else you got, Kyle? And it's not also the the fact of don't fall in love with whatever the 40 time is. The 40 time has been, the 40 yard dash has been weird It's changed so much because guys aren't running it. Yeah. They're only running at their pro day and things like that. So, Bean talks about there are guys that will run fast in a straight line at the combine that don't play fast because they're thinking. They're having to do other things that are slowing them down when they're on the field. And that for him, it is more important, as we lost the light, to find that more the playing speed. Let's see. Dan's going to fix the light here.
1: Um, Here's the other thing I was, you know, it's funny you say that about 40 times. What do you got there? You say that about 40 times. You know, the thing I was thinking about is, you know, what's a very real thing uh, as Dan comes back? That's better. What's a very real thing about that is you run the 40 in your shorts, right? And And a t-shirt. Yeah. You got pads. And you're wearing a helmet.
0: Yeah. You don't think that impacts some players? You got guys trying to kill you.
1: Yes, but, I mean, just physically running is different. And it's not the only reason, but some reason, sometimes a reason a guy is got that football speed, they take the proper angles, the hip movement, yeah. all
0: those things yeah. that don't always come out in a 40 yard yeah. dash. Now, tell everybody why I called you Kyle. Unbelievable moment last night. We were walking to dinner. Yes. Um, and we were walking by the convention center. And here at the convention center, because there are top players, coaches, All everybody. those things. There are also adults that want their autographs. Yes. They were at the airport and yeah. we landed. And they were waiting for them. So we're walking by, and there's a... All of a sudden, right? We like Shuffling behind us? Yeah, it's like, turn around. And we I kind look. of turn around, and there's a... It's a six, pack. Yeah. A it's six, paparazzi yeah, of autograph people. Six people, and then yeah. we kind of keep walking, and then I kind of look back again because they're still shuffling after us. Um, and then they, they stopped. after we look back, back at them, and the guy <laughs> goes, Oh,
1: points to you. goes, I thought he was Kyle Shanahan and i told him i go no this guy would have known to kick the ball to start overtime that's what i told him
0: it's just a weird i I, I wore what i pretty much wore on the video yesterday with a vest and a hat and that that was about it but i don't think shanahan's even here i don't know and i don't so then the funnier thing was today on tuesday we talked to chris sims who was teammates and like best friends i believe they have a tattoo together on their ankles about their, their time at texas and he, I told him, I go, by the way, I got missed, I'm apparently Kyle Shanahan's doppelganger. Yeah. And what did he say? You,
1: you have, have the a, same
0: same shaped head? <laughs> same shaped head.
1: <laughs> by the way, uh, if those guys would have realized this was Dan Fates from Buffalo Plus, they would have asked for his autograph. But they were a little shook that it wasn't the Niners coach. So
0: there, The, hey, the saw, look of disappointment.
1: And then we saw John Harbaugh trying to get into the – did we talk about that last night? He no, was, it was after we left. Yeah, he, um, we were walking out, yeah. and I turned to the door, and I hadn't held the door, and I look, I see a guy behind me, and I realize it. it's John Harbaugh. It's just the three of us outside, and the convention center is across the street from the Lucas, Oil, Lucas Stadium. Oil Stadium where he needed to go. And he's like, hey, guys, do you know if I can
0: get in Lucas Oil Stadium? <laughs> Not Coach. And I'm like, I don't know. And then I was like, Coach, but they'd that, let you in. That is. It's the combine. That's the combine. We walking out of dinner last night and ran into Brian Dable. Yes Like just th- That is what The NFL Combine is In a nutshell With his
1: cigar Looking like
0: And his good friend bucks. Brian Cox Brian Cox And Bills by the way fans, Bills fans
1: You know what I said To Brian Cox Because I referenced His big moment With the Bills And the and fans I think, he, I think he's Passed Moved it. past that Yeah It was a long time ago If you remember it Cool guy And Dable was stable So And finally I have not eaten today I know. So we are going to St. Elmo's. I'm going to have the salad.
0: There's a fly in my mic.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, do you ever see Seinfeld when Jerry's dating the woman who loves steak and they go to a huge steakhouse and Jerry orders the salad? No. <laughs> it's just phenomenal. Uh, and then she cooks mutton for him. So we're not ordering, I don't even know what mutton is. I don't know what mutton is. We're not doing that, but. Shrimp cocktail? Oh, we got to have a shrimp cocktail. An Good Old fashioned. Old fashioned. I'm yeah. way more old-fashioned, well, i more old-fashioned in many ways, than I am Manhattan. <laughs> I've switched over. Yeah,
0: I'm not a Manhattan. I don't Used like vermouth. A, I don't like vermouth. Yeah. Used to be a Manhattan guy. I don't like vermouth or Campari. I'll go to a lot of times. We'll go to the bar. Yeah. Say, make me whatever you want. No Campari. But that sounds like I don't understand. No uh-huh. Campari. No, 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 <laughs> no Campari. Uh, yeah. So we will uh, give
1: a review We tomorrow. will give a review. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for us. For Dan Fates, I'm Mike Catalan. Kyle Shanahan. And, He's, he's not Kyle Shanahan. And for Jenna Cottrell, holding down the fort back at home, I know she misses this. Doesn't she miss it?
0: Yeah. She, she said, said she, she doesn't. But no, no, she said she had a little bit of FOMO, FOMO yesterday. Yeah. Next so year, We're just tonight.
1: having a good time. Next year she can come with us
0: because we're <laughs> coming. say then you're not.
1: Well, we'll see. Uh, that'll do it for us. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time on Buffalo Plus.
2: Buffalo Plus,
0: your interactive look at the weekend football. Brought to you by Connors and Ferris.
1: One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.